podcast DJ ready. Hey everybody, welcome to another week. I'm DJ. And I'm ready. And we're here to bring you another week. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We're here. Episode 13 of Shenanigans. I'm just cutting DJ off. Cut me we're, off. We're in the we, intro and we're, we're just getting silly. Intro and we just, just want to say what up to the people. How are you people? That's it. How you guys doing? You know. How are How are you my Matrix family? That's right. Uh, all across I, the intranets, all across uh, the DVR podcast land. I our, feel the I feel the the waves coming, the internet waves. I feel the optimums and the Fioses and the direct TVs just pouring in with love. That's right. The fiber optics straight to the dome piece. Another week podcast at gmail.com is where you can get us. We're giving you the wacky intro to a wacky week. And we're here with a bunch of stories to titillate your senses, make you laugh, make you gasp, and make you go, holy shit. Yeah. So that's like right. That. So how was your week, man? You know, uh, it was a week good. after Thanksgiving. It was it was a little uh, hectic. I still had the fam in town for a while, but uh, they were a lot of fun. And uh, then I got into little music, watching some shows, catching up on some shows. You know, Mr. Robot it up. I had to uh, get my fix of... The Watchmen, listening to Axel, Aaron, and and Roberto break it down on that on that show. You know, there was a lot of stuff and a lot of submissions. I was talking to our friend Gina. She hit me up with a, a, a story that had already actually just peeped, and we were joking about it, and then it just unfolded from there. So we'll talk about that this week. I'm trying to think what else popped off. Uh, you know, nothing major, but it just seems like the weeks are flying by here. And uh, I'm happy to talk to you. How you been this week? Pretty good, pretty good, man. We had, uh, you know, Thanksgiving pass, Black Friday pass, did a little bit of shopping, um, nothing crazy. Um, just ready for the new year. This, you know, this year is flying. It's like we're already in December. You know, it's almost we got three, three what, three more weeks before uh, the new year. That's and we're it. out of this decade, man. We're into a new decade. People aren't even looking at it like that. We're into episode 13. This yes, is crazy. Yes. Flying by. This is, uh, yeah, nah, the new year's coming up. We have a uh, couple things in works. Axel actually asked to come back on to do a breakdown of Westworld. Uh, Westworld, I keep calling it Westworld, of Watchmen. And we've purposely haven't been talking about it on the show because we were going to discuss it, you know, when it finished. So I think that it's kind of going to be a perfect little joint uh, crossover podcast as like what's happening right now on the CW. We're getting our, yeah. our podcast crossover going. So that, yeah, yeah. look for that. The Crisis Podcast. Oh, yeah. The, the Crisis Will Ready Hate. Will Reddy hate Watchmen as much as he hates Breaking Bad, or will he love it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the suspense, folks. This is crazy. Oh, So, anything else before we jump in here? Uh, no, I mean, let's just get into it. This is what the people want. This is what we give. Let's give it out. All right, cool. So I'm going to start with this story that... Uh, 
Gina and I have been talking about, and you might have caught on the internet because it's rather funny and, and it spawns some some creative uh, memes and things like that. But this past week, they've been having Art Basel down in Miami, which is a big art convention. All the galleries are, you know, booked out. The big pieces are out. The artists and musicians and rich folks come down, spend their money. Musicians put on shows. The nightlife's wild. Just a good time down in Miami. Break up the the early winter blues. And this year, down there, caught the immediate attention of social media. Someone decided to take a canvas and put a banana on it and duct tape the banana across the middle of the canvas. Now, you know, it would seem kind of funny, but then you hear the price was $120,000 for it. Mm, The golden banana. Now, this story shaking up the art world, the banana shake, and it's going to end with our favorite fast food chain. So let me get you from A to B. So now... Hold on, hold on. That's some pricey potassium right there. That's what I'm saying. It's it's ridiculous. So 120000 sitting on the wall is a banana duct tape. And people are laughing. People are joking. It's causing quite a stir. But it gets better. Somebody bought it for 120000 An artist. And created his own show. Nice. Of performance art. And ate the banana. Hmm. Well, you had to before it went bad. I mean, shit. Uh, I wonder. I would have ate the banana also. I mean, think about it. If he didn't eat it, you would have had a rotten banana that you paid $120,000 for. Uh, At yeah. least if you ate it, you could tell the biggest lie. You could say, this is the most delicious banana in the world, and it helped my digestive system, and I, I shitted out rainbows and Fruit Loops after I ate it. And... People didn't see your shit, so they could either believe you or not. But, hey, I'm going to tell you that this was the best-tasting banana in the world that Donkey Kong would fight for for $120,000. Now, if you would have sat there and let it get rotten, then, hey, you're even stupider now than when you are when you bought it. But go ahead and continue. Well, it's just absurd. I I, I can't even – you said it best. I don't know where to go after that with with talking about the actual art. But art – imitates life life imitates art and Popeyes jumped on this shit so our favorite fast food chain getting people stabbed getting people their cars totaled getting people hectic getting people headaches getting people shot stabbed all that good stuff on top of having their taste buds yum yum yummed up so Popeyes, who makes Louisiana chicken, which is known Popeyes Louisiana chicken, happens to actually be based out of Miami, jumped on it, went down, got a space at a gallery, and put up, what do you think? Ready? Mm, was it some of them delicious golden biscuits? Nope. Uh, I tell you, the motherfuckers got crack in them. So if it ain't the crack biscuits, it could only be one other thing. Dun, dun, it, would have to, it would have to be the meth chicken chicken sandwich. That's right. They used uh, duct tape, put up the meth sandwich, and hung it on the wall. Oh, man. And 
it's on sale for a hundred and twenty thousand and one dollar. But I bet you, I bet you they don't have rights for that shit. But they are putting their proceeds to charity. So you know, Popeyes has a little fun on this artist's expense, who made a hundred twenty thousand on someone who. Really wanted and, a banana. And and if you actually think about it, they're actually selling it at a good price. You got to think. At the least you know you could get it right there. You know. Yeah, but but no. Think about the business aspect. If you paid one hundred twenty thousand dollars for a banana, it's just a fucking banana. You just grew it. This delicious piece of chicken. Okay, that was that was carved off of a chicken and breaded and. And deep fried and Dipped has in that, s- that that special sauce on it and that Walter White baked into it, okay? And the pickle. And the pickle. Let's not forget the pickle and that golden bun. That golden, delicious, buttery bun. I mean, would you... If you went to a store right now, right? Let's do regular prices. And they said, there's a dollar chicken sandwich or a dollar banana. I don't want to hear from the fucking vegans and all the fucking people who, oh, it's this This is just more healthy. I'm not talking about healthy choices, okay? I'm talking about bang for your dollar. Is a banana worth more than a chicken sandwich? Would right. you feel more comfortable meaning? Well, right like, now, by, by us, it's 59 cents a pound for bananas. Right, so this is what I'm saying. It, uh, like, let's say you're basic. Like, let's say you go to a fast restaurant and you order a chicken sandwich without it. I'm not talking about the dollar chicken, McChicken, whatever. The, the whatever the regular value meal chicken sandwiches. The premium the chicken stuff. sandwich. Yeah, if you order the premium chicken sandwich with no fries or drink, just a sandwich only, you're paying what four dollars and change, five dollars after tax and change, something like that. Right. Uh, at a minimum. Right. At a minimum. Now let's just take that. What if you walked into the store and you went to go get a banana and they said it costs $5 for one banana? You're going to say, you're fucking crazy, right? It's a banana. Well, I, I don't even eat bananas except banana runts. All right, so what, if whatever. if it was a bag of banana runts, maybe. If somebody gave... Okay, well, I can't talk to somebody who doesn't eat any fruit. Yeah. Okay? So if if somebody said I'm gonna charge you $5 for so an This apple, is like a hypothetical to the listeners. So this is on you guys. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to eat, nobody's going to pay $5 for one apple. So my whole thing is technically they should have sold the damn chicken sandwich for $320,000. But anyway, okay, go ahead. That's what I was saying. You know, I'm going to see if I can put you into touch with some people. I think you would be really good at valuing art. I probably would be. That was a really, really good uh, breakdown. I think I should. And I think that if they up the price, they should give me the pro- cut the profit. I mean, if we're splitting profits, maybe with some UPS workers help us out. Uh, it depends. Only if they got that. No, I don't. I don't it. wear those. <laughs> hey, don't don't jinx yourself, man. Well, you never. Anything know. happen? Next week, I'm gonna see you in Target. Down the the old man pants aisle. Oh man, but yeah, these UPS workers, man. Not only were they selling drugs through UPS, they had a whole drug scheme that was over 10 years old. They used to smuggle thousands of pounds of drugs a week 
I'm talking about the drug enforcement agencies got into and the fucking Department of Homeland Security got involved into this shit. Okay? They were smuggling drugs from Mexico to the United States. Back and forth. For 10 years. For 10 years. That's they would nuts. hide packages of their drugs with other shipments. And they and it would ensure that they were shipped to the correct locations without any without any interference. So um and there was I think like four dudes arrested and then another seven um that were that that were operating the actual stash houses they were getting shipped to. Like this was some like big fucking time operation. Yeah, they were probably putting people on to get jobs for if this is over ten years. They were putting people in place. I'm sure they yeah. had they had supervisors. I'm sure it, you know it, it, it'll probably be small the the amount it, of people they get. But and and this is what people need to be very very careful with. Also, okay, with shipping drugs for, for all the people who smoke and stuff like that. One of the things that they got caught with. They got caught with 50,000 counterfeit THC vape pens. So people need to be very, very careful when you're messing with shit that can be chemically manipulated. Because you might think you're smoking marijuana, but believe me, anything that they sell... There is a bootleg to it because there's nothing but scammers in the world. I don't care what it is. I'm pretty sure they had bootleg-ass cigarettes, too. So they had they had $50,000 in counterfeit THC vape pens. So my whole thing is people that think, oh, I got to hook up with my dude with vape pens. Blah, blah, blah. You listen, you might be getting high off of it thinking it's THC, but it's probably mixed with some other shit, too. So be very, very careful to all my friends who are out there who indulge Yeah, especially, in you life. know, now that they're finding people with lung problems from this shit. Yeah. And, and not even to switch topics, I was just reading, actually right before I was, um, I, to- I started talking to you, um... They were talking about how certain uh, cannabis companies are struggling even in in legal states. And you have to be careful because counterfeit weed is even making it into the legal shops. Because certain owners are trying to cut corners. And hey, if you can give me a pound of this, you know, of this haze and it's a lot cheaper than a regular pound of haze they'll get in that mixing it with their shit and selling it to people and when you get to counterfeit weed that's when people start tweaking and becoming real fucked up you don't get fucked counterfeit up like weed. what like with that k2 nonsense yeah like yeah artificial weed yes that's crazy they, they said it started making it into vape shops absolutely and you have to really think about it like i said humans mess everything up and humans do whatever. And everybody's out to make a dollar. Most people do not care about anybody but themselves and their families. And same thing with businesses. Okay, I, I don't know marijuana prices, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just making shit up right now. Okay, I'm making numbers up. If 
you can get a pound for $10 or for, for $20, right? And it will make you $40. And this other person comes around and says, hey, I have the same thing or it looks just like that and it's very similar to that and people won't be able to tell the difference and I'm going to sell to you for $15 or for $10 and you're still going to make your same $40. There's a very, very good chance that that business person is going to do that. And That's hence, what they it's, call block hustling. It, so it, it, it's the same thing that bartenders do when you go to the bar. If you go to a bar and you see that you're drinking a whole lot and you're not getting drunk, that's because they watered your shit down, and they do that at a lot of bars. And you see how? And then even let's take it a step further. That's just them being good and watering shit down, so you're not getting fucked up from drinking water. You're just paying more money because you think you're drinking Hennessy or vodka, and it's. You know, yeah, they, they poured half the bottle shelf, out in bottom and they, shelf, and they put it in the top shelf bottle. Right, and then you have people that just give you counterfeit alcohol to like, try to get you drunk like that, like the motherfuckers who've been dying in DR. Because instead of them watering it down, nah, we want people to actually have the effect of getting fucked up and really think it. Because people got hip to the okay, you're watering the bottles down. Look, They're like take it I a normally, step further. They yeah. water and water down when you buy in Dasani. And it's not even from a mountain or a spring. It's from a tap. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, at least it's two hydrogens and a fucking oxygen. Word. Well, let's get someone else fired. Ah, that was good. Just Uh, water. Speaking of all these people watering things down, getting fired for for all these tricks. Oh, man. Some asshole decided that they're going to start writing people's names on cups when they give them to you at this coffee house. Huh? Yep. Oh, no, wait. That's not the guy's the asshole. So years ago, they decided they're going to write people's names at Starbucks on the cup. You know, when people like... Yeah, when you order it. Think, you know, oh, my name is wrong. It's, 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 you know, Billy, and they put Willie, and, you know, or they put Silly, and, you know, some people get cute. They know they're barista. That's how we make too many goddamn different types of fucking coffee. Well... Just give me coffee. I don't need a laka mote kultata chapataka to the third. That's what I'm saying. I don't need that shit. Give me my fucking caffeine. Oh, this comes from a beetle that that only cultivates the beans <laughs> in one special region of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It's like the only one that right. sees greenery once a year. So it's, this bean, and then uh, it's a luxury beetle. Yeah, it's gonna cost seventy two dollars for this cup. It will either give you a caffeine boost or a caffeine crash. You All just right. don't know. So besides us ripping on Starbucks, so I know a lot of you probably drink that bullshit, but so we won't go too hard on them. 7-Eleven is better than Starbucks. I, oh, I said it. I, hit, me up, hit us up at another week podcast at gmail.com if you disagree. But I'm fun dead fact, serious. Fun fact of better. the podcast, DJ has never taken one sip of coffee in his entire life. Fun fact. So anyway, heard this, you heard the silence, right? I'm saying nobody gave a fuck. So no, all right, <laughs> that was me and the rest of the internet. That's like, we don't care. Fuck, are you talking about? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I never had my name written on a cup at Starbucks, but oh, a police a police officer decided to go in and get a coffee while he was on the beat. We're in Oklahoma, and this asshole writes on a cop's cup, "pig," and gives him his cup. But hold on, what? Yes, the person writes pig, 
right? He, the dude was ordering like I don't, you know, a couple of coffees for the people in his department, like six coffees or whatever, and he wrote pig on it, right? But this is the thing that's just that's just um, funny to me. I don't want to say it's funny to me. It's just like the dude calls up. Right, he 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 calls up his his um sergeant or some shit like that or whatever, and he tells them like they wrote pig on our cup. But my whole thing is, you actually sat there and went and called him up. Like, why? I would have just, I would have fucking stepped to the manager myself. Or to the person myself. That's well, just my thing. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm pretty and, sure. And they, they were, they were for, the, the cups are for dispatchers. But my whole thing is, okay, like, he, he contacted the police chief. And I, I'm just picturing, you just have to realize what I'm picturing. I'm picturing a cop calling up another cop, like, like, uh, they wrote pig on our cup. Like, dude, just go handle that shit yourself right there. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not, I, I'm not I, saying I, I'm not saying to do some some shit to get yourself in trouble, now, get yourself fired. But well, me as a man, side. me as a man, I would have been like, yo, why did you write this on my cup? Like, even if I put it this way, I would have I would have eventually reported it right then. But it wouldn't have been a phone call right then. I, yep. It would have been me telling him when I got back to the station. Yeah, but maybe. I, you know, I don't know the whole, you know, wasn't there in the heat of the moment. Maybe you call him to cool you down. Like, yo, what do I do here? Do I beat his ass? Do I do I get yeah, on right. camera? Well, like, well, do I, I would, make the I, morning news? Like, but, no, no, no. See, I wouldn't do all that. I wouldn't lose my temper. But my whole thing is I would have to say something to the manager. Because that's the same way, you know, he insulted you. The dude did it to disrespect you. you, you you're saying, okay, he disrespect the dispatchers. The dispatcher wasn't there. He gave you the cup and said that. You know what I mean? That's like, okay, if, if you ordered something and they wrote, you know, asshole or something like that on your thing, you're not going to go call your wife up and be like, babe, they wrote this on my receipt. What should I do? You're going to handle that and then you're going to go back to the house later and be like, yo, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And I like, framed the, frame the cup. <laughs> like, yo, you know what I mean? Me well I, would, I would take the cup. I wouldn't, I wouldn't gave the cup back. I would speak to the manager. I'd be like, yo, this is unacceptable, blah, 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 blah. I would have put him in their place right then, so you would have had to go discipline your employee right then. Now, after you want to discipline your employee or whatever, then I would have went back and, and, and told. But me, how I am, is I wouldn't even went back with the coffee. It would have been in the garbage. I would have just kept the cup because I'm not drinking it because if, if you actually wrote that on there to disrespect me, I don't know what the hell you did, them, did to the coffee. Hell no. You know what I mean? So if I was a cop, I wouldn't have did it. I'm just picturing, like, I'm calling another cop to sit there and be like, okay, he did this. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah, so that dude was fired. That shit was fucked up. I mean, and he deserved a, he, Yeah, the dude deserved to be move. fired. It's a dick move. It's an asshole move. You don't do that to anybody. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's the same thing as if, you know, you sit there and you write anything discriminatory about anybody's race or religion or whatever or their job on a cup and you serve it to them. I unless just, unless it's Kanye's cup and you write trash, you could do that. <laughs> you know, 
That's the only thing I didn't. Or like about Ti's it. cup. If you, write, cup. if you write, if you write on Ti's cup, I popped her cherry. You're good with that one too. Oh God. So Ti came back in the news. We're revisiting a story that we told you a couple episodes ago. So good old Ti, who you know came up in uh, the story about going with his daughter to the gynecologist to check her virginity and uh, make sure mm-hmm. her, her hymen was intact. Well, that story kind of sparked up a couple uh, lawmakers in the state of New York to draft up the beginnings of a bill to make it that the test for virginity isn't even allowed in New York. Now, you know, they can't do anything for other states, but I just thought it was kind of a knee-jerk reaction to a story that that went viral, like, you know... you know, yeah, and I, and it, I, they do and say I it's a painful thing that's unnecessary, but maybe it's necessary in certain circumstances. I don't know about right. law. Well, my whole, well, my whole thing is, I mean, for you to make the test illegal, I think that that's stupid. And th- and this is the thing that people fail to realize with the whole Ti situation. Okay, one, and just listen to me all the way through. One, it's good that Ti is in his child's life and whatever else because therefore you can spark conversation with her if she's not that doesn't mean that if she came back with the test um you know that she wasn't a virgin more he was going to kill her or something or whatever but that that's good that he's into her personal health and now they they also in that interview never stated whether his wife was there maybe the wife was there maybe they all knew that let me tell you something it really wasn't a problem until he put his family's business out in the public and it embarrassed her. Well, so it, it did cause quite a little backlash. So to re-kind of uh, edit, I think what I had stated that I thought it was his daughter on the show. It actually wasn't. And it was two female hosts on the on the show. And their right, laughter... His daughter, his, his daughter wasn't in the show. Their laughter about it actually wound up getting them into a little bit of heat with their bosses because the internet kind of shamed them to to into you know i guess their boss doing a little something about it and uh they caught a little right flat. right because they were laughing they issued apology for them laughing but but the whole thing about about it is it, it, you being in your child's sex life um you know you know that's a good thing and you don't know the other aspects of it because it's been going on and she's been fine. She's been living a fine life. It wasn't an issue and it wasn't even an issue until he put the public into his business. Like I said, what, what's the difference now? Would it be a problem if the mother went there? Because it's a mother? Because it's two females now? You get what I'm saying? We don't know. And, and people making it seem like he was in the, the room with her. He wasn't in the room with her putting on a glove like, all right, Doc, hold this up. Let me look in there, you know. No, I'm pretty sure he was outside waiting. And with, then he... He was on FaceTime you know, with the Sultan it, of Brunei, and he's like, listen, nah. the prices still remains <laughs> the same. I, I'm pretty sure he, you know, after, you know, all right, she signed a consent. He looked at the paper. He looked at the paperwork. That's what it is. You know, if that's the case, then... You you shouldn't even be able to ask your child if they're a virgin or not. Then, you know. But I mean, 
for you to get a whole new fucking bill put in place, that, I think that's that's overkill. Like you said, it was a knee-jerk reaction. Like, they jumped on it way too quick. Well, you know, speaking of knee-jerk reactions and jumping on things quick, sometimes it's good to jump on things quick. So, this story caught my eye <clears throat> when it came across... Uh, one of my one of my news apps alerts uh, in London, there was uh, a stabbing. Uh, a guy went into a um, a building where they were have it's uh, called Fishmongers Hall Rehabilitation Center, right? And uh, they were having their five year anniversary of uh, a Cambridge University initiative that, you know, helps the inmates and stuff learn. So they had about 100 guests, uh, former inmates, staff, uh, academic people, criminal justice campaigners, and, you know, some, uh, what do you call it, uh, journalists and things. So at the event, a guy shows up with two knives, a fake suicide vest, and threatens to blow up the building. Now... You know, I heard about the story. Um, a few, a couple of people got stabbed, and that was the, you know, the story. Well, the next day, the full story came out. So I start reading it, and I just thought it was too good to share. Now, normally, I wouldn't just talk about a terrorist that decided to, you know, ruin a place that he actually had been in that helped him, um, but. You know, that's a, a little, you know, too heavy for what we'll talk about. But the knee-jerk reaction, this is the the where the story gets good. Now, a kitchen fighter, a kitchen fighter, a kitchen worker fights back. Knee-jerk reaction. This is a Polish chef named Lu, Lukasz. Lu, Lukasz. I don't, I don't know how to speak Polish, but it's L-U-K-A-S-Z. Lukasz. I'm going to call him Lukas, right? So he's a chef. He sees all this shit going on. And he is in, like I said, the fishmongers hall, like, which I guess it was, you know, something to do with fishing back in the day. Like, you know, it was decorated like fish style. Well, this guy's running around with a knife. So the chef run you know runs out and the first thing he could see hanging on the wall is a five foot narwhal tusk <laughs> see just the name of a narwhal like this is like a a, a, a creature that like sometimes we laugh at because we don't think it's real and then you see a picture of a narwhal and you're like what the hell is this thing it looks like a porpoise instead of the bottle nose of the porpoise though it's a big long spear and it's like sticks out of its nose and it like chops through the ice and tries to to get stuff i guess on the ice would be little small cubs of polar bears or seals and whatnot and it's a very like arctic creature so i guess at one time a great a great english sailor sailed the seas of the arctic and got himself a narwhal and brought back the tusk well, I don't know if that was Irish or English or com- combined, but I hope you enjoy that. But So he brings the tusks, right? So now, boom, 
back to the story at the fishmonger's hall. This guy grabs the the tusk and he starts fighting off the dude with the Norwal tusk. Now he got stabbed about five times on his <laughs> arm, like like slashes and shit. Because he on. he right away went to jab dude in the chest, but realized he had a vest on. But the, was, the the husk bounced off his chest. He, he had a husk proof vest. He had a husk proof vest, so he he was able to like still like jab at him, and he takes a few cuts to the arm. A few other people join in. Uh, a couple of members of the, I believe it was the press, they grabbed a, a fire extinguisher and they, they 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 sprayed him with it, and then they I guess they swung it at him and they, they got him down. Uh, they stabbed someone else, but they tackled him down. They got him, and the narwhal tusk saved the day. So quick thinking. Sometimes you gotta you know grab whatever kind of taxidermy you could find around you. You know, maybe it's a deer. You cr- you know, you crack that head open, grab them antlers. Boom. You got yourself a weapon right there. You oh, know, man. so sometimes, you know, these these folks taking wild animals out of the nature and putting them on their walls for for trophies. Maybe it ain't such a bad idea. That's it. Hit them with them deer antlers next. I'm saying. Make Santa proud. Oh. Shout out Lucas and your Norwell tusk. I hope he got to keep that tusk. <laughs> oh man. Well tell us about this next um this next friendly creature. Uh so nice cuddly cuddly wildlife. We told you about kids driving two hundred miles to meet chicks on Snapchat. They thought with chicks, you know, weird shit. We won't really get too far into that. You know, kids hopping in cars like, holy shit, this is crazy. How far are you going to drive? 200 miles. Oh, my God. Well, when you want that poom poom, you got to search for that poom poom. So there's a tiger that was in captivity in this preserve. It wasn't like in, in, a, in a zoo cage, but he was in like a preserve with like a lot of land. But he had no female to pounce on. So they're like, all right, listen. Let's just let him go, walk all around India, and he can find a female and get his rocks off and come home. Oh, we'll get him. So they got trackers on him, and they're watching where he's going. This tiger put in over 800 miles. And... 5,000 locations. They got him at 5,000 locations, looking for this poon poon everywhere. This is a tragedy when you can't find the tigress of your dreams or at least pay a tigress, do some kind of thing, like get freaky any which way. He couldn't even find a gay tiger to get his rocks off with. Like there was, you, you know he wasn't gay because, you know, he wouldn't even find a man tiger. It was like, yo, what's up? I'm a man tiger. Want to get it on? I don't know why you would talk like that, but my voice kind of cracked there. But anyway, like I'm reading this whole story. I'm like, all right, I'm getting towards the end. And this shit left me with tiger blue balls. And they're like, he wasn't even confirmed to have gotten any. And they got him at the 800-mile mark and brought him back to the preserve. You should look, You all have to look at his picture. His eyes look demented like... 
<laughs> what did they say? No, no, not November. <laughs> Yo, he looks, definitely he no, looks, not November. He's, he's Yo, he looks crazy. <laughs> he hardcore, like and his tongue is like hanging out of his mouth. This is, cra- oh man, he's like, this I is need definitely it. meme worthy if you know the story. Oh, this is this is a, a eight hundred mile trek. So I, I hope that they're able to like at least bring him some kind of you know pay for like a zoo to like get their like tigress over there uh well i don't know something a lion he can make a, a liger anything i'm saying yo why you... don't they they need to make like a tiger fleshlight for those situations or like a tiger pimp you know no make like a tiger fleshlight so that he could just like go into the back of the cage like when they're in the circus or something and just what's the oh, don't go back there you know, Tony the Tiger, he's working that flashlight out. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> they, if they, like, they just, like, lean up on shit. They're animals, bro. You ain't never seen, like, like a big dog, like, like somebody's nope. like, oh, yeah, yeah, this dog just, like, ain't neutered, so he just humps shit. Yeah, nope. it happens. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a wildlife. But anyway, like, I'm saying, like, there's a really good op- opportunity if we could get female tigers, we could start a whole, like, tiger pimp scene. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we could go over to places like this. Like, oh, your tiger hasn't gotten it off? Like, all right, walk 800 miles Listen, or have us fly there. I'm not involved in or want to be involved in tiger sex trafficking. All right. <laughs> I'm saying, listen, if anybody's interested, another week podcast at gmail.com, you know, just write like in the in the subject line, not for ready, uh, business opportunity. <laughs> so he won't read those. All right. <laughs> but speaking of business opportunity, now here's the stupidest business opportunity that's probably gonna make a billion dollars. So we're gonna tell you why it's so fucking stupid in a second. Now, Apple makes these uh, earbuds that are called AirPods. If you're not familiar with them, they're Bluetooth, wireless. Space, and you never heard of them. Well, you know what? Some people are Androids, and they're like, you know, I don't even mess with that. Some people don't even know about technology. So we're going to break it down. You know, I don't want to, you know, leave anybody out in the cold. Like, what the hell's an AirPod? So they might think it's some space shit. It sounds like space shit. So. You know, sometimes you might see people talking to themselves, but they got the the earbud with the wire and like, oh, you know, I know what they're doing. Now, you got to look in their ear and you see this little white thing with no wire and that's the AirPod. And they've been selling them for a few years. Now they came out with the AirPod Pro and the next level. They're even better and very popular item. So someone decided that they're going to make a really cool strap for them so you don't lose them right and and it straps up to the one airpod and then it straps up to the other airpod and it's a short little cord nice braided wire it's really nice looking um but once you attach them they just become regular freaking air regular earbuds well to an to an extent, they're still Bluetooth. Right, they're still Bluetooth, so they they don't have to connect to your headphones. The thing that the thing that is so fucked up about these things are, okay, about two or three years ago, um, 
I had told DJ about I'm not gonna say the name because my advertisements I'm not getting paid. But hit us up at another week podcast at gmail.com and I'll tell you what um specific item I'm talking about. Um I was working with DJ and you know, he's looking for some earbuds that we could wear at work that were, you know, cheap. That just if they broke or whatever, and I found these really good ones that are Bluetooth. They get the job done. Is it the best sound quality? Absolutely not. Is it acceptable for work? Absolutely. Yeah. They only cost $25, and the tips of them are magnetic, so it connects like a necklace around your neck when you finish. That is essentially what these are without the magnetics. Now, I just told you I can get you a pair of blue, and and, and let me tell you all, um, ladies and gentlemen, I still have my pair of earbuds that I use on a regular basis. They still work to today. They're not going to just break after a year unless you do some weird DJ stuff and, like, try to kick a wooden sign and fall and they pop off or some weird shit like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, mine didn't work after a year. But anyway. But they're selling these straps for 60 bucks. $60. So now you're taking your $190 or whatever, a $60 AirPods you just bought, and you're putting a strap on them for $60 more when you could have just used your fucking earbuds. Or you could have just got the damn earbuds I was just saying. Right. That costs you twenty five dollars. They're Bluetooth. They connect as a magnet. They're comfortable in your ear. They come in multiple sizes. They don't drop out your ear. It's just just out of hand. For the same thing, I I just don't get it. But you know, everybody just needs to follow the trend, and they probably will buy them. And then, of course, what stores are selling them? Amazon given. But what's the other store that's selling it? Nordstrom, or Nordstrom, or however you pronounce it. That's right. So high nothing end, in there is fucking cheap. High end retailers, $60. nothing is cheap. It's not like I said. Okay, they're selling a dollar store. That's what I said. It's like a braided and, little braided and, like line. And, and please, everybody, do not spend sixty dollars on these. Wait until the knockoff versions come out, which will work just as good because it is just a lanyard that goes on the earbud. It's not no mechanical moving nothing where I guarantee you, you will be able to get a pack of five of them for like $10. Or just get used to having the ear, the AirPods in your ears and, you know, that's <clears> it. No, I won't say that because... I think that they're more designed for it falling out of your ear also. Therefore, if it falls out, it'll kind of catch because it'll it'll be a a wrap around your neck, like a necklace. It won't fall on the ground, and you not see it or you lose it. You know, stuff could happen. You you ever drop something? Nope. And as soon as you look down, you don't know where the fuck it went? It's like magic appeared and shit? Like you did a magic trick and don't know how you did it? Not me. I find everything I drop. Yeah, okay, please. How many times people have laid in the bed and they haven't moved and you're watching TV, you change the channel, next thing you know you look for the remote and fucking Houdini came and stole your remote from you. You don't know where it's at. By the time you find it, it's at the other end of the bed inside of a pillowcase underneath a blanket. Wow. You're like, I didn't even fucking move. My magnetic remote remote trick still works. Does it? I set that shit up a while ago at your house. Ugh. He said, with a magnetic remote, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm not giving away my tricks here. Yeah, oh, screw that. Oh, man. Yeah, this shit's crazy. But don't spend $60 on that nonsense. But you could get a good deal if you go to Goodwill on some shit. Now, I, th- I think this is 
you know, a little lighthearted, nice baby Florida story. So, like, you know, it's a really good story. So a Florida couple decides, they, you know, they're going to go to Goodwill because they want some stuff for their baby. And they find a baby bouncer for 10 bucks. Oh, that's a great baby bouncer. I wish yeah. they had a surprise in it. You got to, you know, you, you've been through some babies. Baby bouncer is not cheap. You find one for ten bucks. You know it's a good, it's a really good tool for the baby to learn how to walk. You know they they start they get their bouncing, they get their feet footing. So you get it for ten bucks. You get home. You open it up. You're like, oh, I'm gonna, cool, I'm gonna set it up because. Then you like, and as soon as you open it up, you hear pistol grip pump on my lap at all side. And you close it like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you open it. You open it back in pistol grip pump on my lap at all side. You like. Is this shit playing gangster rap? No. Nope. Guns, guns don't what? kill people. Rappers do. What that's, is it? That's right. They this found no a baby bouncer. 22 semi-automatic rifle inside of the box. That's right. It oh, was, my goodness. It was in, in a couple pieces because it was folded up, you know, like tucked away in the box. And someone had must have put it on a shelf in that box but it was it looked like a your standard uh mass shooting weapon it was in the in the form of like a ar-15 but it was 22 caliber so it wasn't like the heavy duty one but you know it's just still it's it's your uh standard tv scary rifle that everybody's deathly afraid of and what is good about it it looked like it has a lock on it though Yes. At least it, it, it did have a fucking lock on it. It so had a lock Nobody on would it. be able to harm themselves. But, but it's just insane. Weird shit. So if you're going to buy something at Goodwill, I suggest before you buy it, open it there. Like, just make sure the pieces are in there no. and stuff like that. <laughs> no. It's not if you're going to buy it at Goodwill. If you're going to if you're gonna purchase for a new gun, go to Goodwill, and maybe you can get one for 10 bucks instead of spending $700 on one. Wow, smart. Wow, I didn't even think of that. And hey, and even if you don't, you get a baby bouncer. You can't go wrong with a baby bouncer. Unless you, you, you don't even, have a baby. Even if you don't have a baby, you can just use it as like a fucking footrest or something. Or when you get your rifle, you can like put it in there and like bounce it around and like, you know, treat your rifle like a baby. Wow. I'm sure there's someone out there who definitely treats their rifles like babies. Rifle lives matter also, okay? Every every life matters. That's right. Let's go. Crazy shit out there, folks. Crazy shit. We bring it to you on another week. Uh, ain't nothing crazier than some good old-fashioned Kentucky Judge Chicken. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Judges. So what happens um, in this one? I didn't even read this one. Oh, you sent man. over... This, I, I saw the headline and it was too good. I had to let you take this. This is like a great, like this is almost Florida worthy. I'm just going to break this down real quick. There's a Kentucky judge. Wait, Her, there's, oh, a, there's judges in Kentucky? There's judges in Kentucky. And I ain't was, talking about judging if Popeye's is better than KFC. This judge is accused of having threesomes with staffers. And letting an employee jam on his guitar in her chambers. So fuck the guitar shit, whatever. She has been accused of making certain lawyers be involved. I think it was with her and a pastor or some shit like that. 
it playing was, guitar? No. No. Having sex. She forced them to have, like, made them have sex with her, like, a threesome. In her, in the judge's chambers. Okay? And if they wouldn't do it, she would fucking not give them, like, um, preferred treatment on cases and shit like that and preferred rulings and crazy shit. This shit is bizarre. (laughs) This shit is absolutely 100% bizarre. Wait, so... The pastor was involved, and then ju- and then other lawyers and staffers. So I'm guessing like her, the obviously not lawyers, but it would be like the prosecutors and stuff, because she would give them good cases to be on. So, wow, that's crazy. She would give them prefer. She would she would not give the lawyers preferential treatment in their cases if they denied her request. Wow. And she used Snapchat to flirt with lawyers. And wow. she's also been accused of letting employees get drunk on the job. Kentucky's serious. It was probably moonshine. Okay. So, this judge is off the meter. She's facing impeachment. Her name is Dawn Gentry. Okay. She's facing impeachment? Yeah, judge impeachment or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, yeah, that's what it's called. This has um, also been a, a while. And she's week. only 38. 38. Threesomes in the chamber. Wow. With the pastor. I see, like, this. that's where it gets bizarre. Yo, this gets insane. It's insane, like, but then you, what What does this mean? Like, you won't give lawyers preferential treatment. So that means you have to fucking overturn all of her cases. I'm guessing that's what I, that's what I right? immediately thought. You would have to overturn all of her cases. That is crazy. I would be pissed if I got sentenced by her. And I just found out that, you know, that my lawyer ain't want to give up the booty to this ratchet beast. Wow. Or if you had a really ugly lawyer that never even got invited for the three. Well, yeah, not even got it, you know. Well, maybe he got invited last time and just couldn't perform long. And she was like, nope, you didn't take the, you didn't take your um, Vicodin. So, you know what? Um, 30 years. Like, damn, it's a trafficking. 30 years. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, that's against the church, too. That pastor's probably going to hear it. Yeah, well, we ain't talking about the pastor. I'm talking about her. Wow. You brought up impeachment. You know, let's just uh, take a quick moment to mark this time frame when we're recording in another week. uh, This episode 13, the articles of impeachment were handed down from Congress today. Two articles of impeachment for President Donald Trump. So they're going to be handed over now to the Senate. And it's in the Senate's hands after the new year. And that's probably all we're going to talk about that. Well, all all I do is is (laughs) the Trump team released a crazy tweet of him as Thanos. Did you see this, this tweet? Wait, that was real? That was their yes. team? It, it came from a, a Twitter owner named Trump War, Trump War Room. At Trump War Room. That, that's a real tweet. But um, I don't know who runs that Twitter account. <coughs> uh, so I don't, don't have me right, so, uh, say that that was officially from 
unless, Whatever. unless but it says the title says Trump campaign tweets video of him. So I don't. It's it's somebody who represents his campaign. I'm not gonna say that's his official campaign. But did you actually see the tweet? Did you see the video? Or did you press play on it or no? No. You have to press play on this video. I just saw the the picture. It is epic. No, press press it. I I sent DJ the link in um. Like live on the air? No, I sent. Yeah, I sent it to you. You want me to? I'm gonna resend it again. You want me to press it now? You mean? Yeah, press it now. Why not? Let the let the um, let the audience get a live reaction from you. See, what's kind of crazy is, I'm scrolling. We happen to send quite a few tweets. I'm gonna send it again right now. I got it right here. I'm sending it to them right now, everybody. I found it. All right, well, I just sent it again also. All right, uh, shut it off. Oh, here we go. No, play it. Play- On this solemn day, I'm, I recall that the first order of business for members of And there goes... The members of Congress. <laughs> like Thanos is Wow. Yo, he snaps and then it goes back to them. It goes back to them showing the con- the press conference of the, where, where they're handing down the articles of impeachment. And then they all start to dissolve like when Thanos snaps his fingers. Uh, all right. So I'm looking at their, their, their page. It's managed by Team Trump 2020 campaign. And their website is DonaldJTrump.com. So I guess okay. it's, it's their propaganda team. Yeah, I have no idea. Wow, that's serious business. That's but it got, it got a lot of retweets and it got a lot of views quick. And that's, this just came out today. It's already at 7,000 retweets and 2.7 million, million views. See, like, I would expect that from the Clintons because they make people disappear, but not... Whoa. Oh, shit. That is not true. Let me tell you something. I went to dry cleaning. I went to go get my dry cleaners, right? And I had some stuff fall down, and I had to hang it up, and Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) Oh, shit. But, so, speaking of people who didn't kill themselves or kill someone else, but used a killing weapon, why don't you jump to the Um, next story before the Clintons come after us? Oh, man. Let me tell you something. You ever hear of Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yes. This dude... Nightmare on my street. Oh, no, wait. Elm dude, Street. This dude was insane. I don't know what the fuck drugs he was on, if he was on drugs, or he's just a psycho motherfucker. But this dude, he's... Well, you gotta be crazy, because you have tattoos all over your fucking face. So there's something Wait, this is Post there. Malone? No, it looks like his little brother, though. But this dude, little first of his name is his name is Jacob, spelled J A C K U B. Jacob, you mean this is Jacob? Jacob. He attacked. He attacked his girlfriend. Um, over her texting other men. So instead of him saying "peace, bitch," get out of here, or "fuck you," or whatever, you do what every normal he, guy does. You do what every normal, mentally insane, crazy, abusive, retarded, stupid, dirtbag, piece of shit motherfucker does. I don't think we he say fucking, retarded anymore. I think we say, like, like mentally challenged. 
Right, whatever. So he punches her like 10 times in the face. And then he whips out a knife and starts to carve his name in her fucking forehead. Wow, that's like some movie shit right there. That's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And his name's spelled so fucked up. Yes. So like, it's it, not even it, like it, she could walk around and people would be like, what the fuck does that say? But it's like... Yeah, and I don't know. And I'm just looking at this dude's picture. He just looks crazy. He has the word blessed tattooed on his cheek. He has some other shit tattooed over his eyebrow. And it's not a little tattoo. It's fucking big. And then he has some other bigger shit tattooed over his other fucking eyebrow towards the side of his face. Like, and you're only 19. There's something fucking wrong with you. I don't even know what else to say. The motherfucker look crazy, he is crazy, and, you know, and that's it. He fucking punched her like ten times, he fucking choked her. I don't know, this dude is crazy, man. He Scumbags like that, like, you just need to fucking, you know, put his ass in jail for fucking ever. I hope someone him to carves his whole body up in jail. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Cause that's just that's just insane over fucking text messages. Like peace, Fuck I'm not that. dealing with you no more. That's it. Imagine it was like some little fourteen year old kid who was gonna drive like six hundred miles to see her. Oh, <laughs> uh, or he could have just sent her to Florida to meet this next crazy fuck. Oh man, let me tell you something. This dude in Florida. Did you read this article? Nope. I was waiting for you to deliver the good Florida, final Florida. Uh, Article Look, of the day. This is the final Florida story for today. It's a sad story. It's crazy, man. This world is crazy. And it was crazy this dude's name. His name is William Foster. Okay. This dude, he set up a nonprofit organization to save sex trafficking victims, but he was actually bringing teen girls into prostitution and shit. Church? <laughs> what? He set up a church? No, no. <laughs> I'm not going there. This dude set up a nonprofit organization, and he would tell. Um, it was him and two other chicks that got arrested. Th- those were his main chicks. Essentially, he set up this nonprofit organization for people who had you know issues or whatever, um, particularly foster girls. We would get to meet them up, promise them, oh, he would help them change their life, this, that, and the third. And actually, what he would do is he would take them to one of his three houses that he owned in Florida. And he would promise them fancy cars and nice clothes. And he would make them have sex with other men for money. And he would keep the money. Sounds like Jeffrey Epstein. But he would, he you know, he would let them stay in the house or whatever. So that was that was his way of helping but it's sad because these are all like foster kids and you know and he he sets this up and he's not paying taxes on it it's, it's a non-profit okay it's so bullshit. yeah but yeah we're you know, all losing just, out we're paying uh-huh. for the building listen it's fucked up I don't even know what to even say I don't even know what to say his whole business model I mean he made the chicks go on lemon juice diets. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. He made them get breast and butt implants and undergo nose jobs and liposuctions. And he even made certain people have rib removals 
to shrink their already tiny waist. Well, as fucked up as it is, his pimp hand is way strong. It must be. I mean, my whole thing is... How like, do you stay? Like, how does this many people stay in this situation? Like, I, I can understand no, well, if, like... No, this, this is my thing. It was a one-on-one or two people. Listen, I don't... I... When it comes to people who are minors and underage, like... I, 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 I can't blame them. For the people who are older, like the two chicks who are older and grown adults that were choosing to do that and choosing to stay doing that, and then... On top of that, we're choosing to help him to recruit these girls. Y'all are stupid, scumbag pieces of shit, too. And fuck you. And whatever else. You know, what if that's your daughter? What if that's somebody's daughter? Like, like, it's not even like, okay, you went to an adult and said, listen, I'm a pimp or whatever. Want to do this? And she chose to be your prostitute or, or whatever, whatever the fuck the, the, the name is for it. I don't know. You know what I mean? But you're sitting there. You're tricking an already broken person. She's already in a foster care. He mainly targeted foster people. So you already have no family and they're already known to have issues. He, he, he purposely um, hunted for foster girls who were sad, depressed on drugs. A scumbag. And he would he would tell them he would get the the girls to go and tell them, you know, to recruit them, and they would bring him to the to the club, and he was like, "Oh, I'll help you get off drugs, and I'll help you do this, da, 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 just to make him fucking sell sex. Like that's not cool. I don't like that. Fuck him. He's gonna that's get him to hang himself. He's huh? gonna get a lot of sex in jail. Yeah, I don't know. He's, you know, but <sighs> let's. So that was my final Florida story for today. But let's get into a little uh, quick story real quick. A quick story real quick. Brought to you by Ready. Lightning speed. So what do you think about this whole Juice World incident? We had a 21-year-old rapper who just turned 21 last week. I don't even know if he's a rapper. He just kind of made it on the scene. He's a harmonizer. His name is Juice World. For people who don't know... Who Juice World is? A lot of y'all know who Juice World is. You just don't. You might not know his. You know, might not pay attention to him. He had a song called "Lucid Dreams," which blew up huge, and it had a Sting sample on it. And he never got the Sting sample cleared, so Sting was like, "You're gonna give me eighty five percent of the song, and if you don't give me eighty five percent of the song," You can never perform it again. You have to pull it from every streaming platform, every media platform that sells it, and I'm taking you to court for back whatever. Now, you're an up-and-coming artist going against Sting. You're going to lose, and you're blatantly wrong. Okay? So, so, that's Juice World. Now, I personally don't listen to Juice World's Music because Okay That's him right there That DJ's playing Now my whole thing is I don't listen to him Because I don't really listen to Harmonized rappers Because everybody does that shit now And it's like crazy One thing I will say is When he does rhyme Like He actually could rhyme He could spit To actually Hip hop heads who like spitters He actually could spit 
but he doesn't spit on songs. That's how he does songs. He don't spit on nothing anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. So this dude, he gets off an airplane, he has a seizure, and he dies. So immediately everybody knows who, who knows him or whatever is like, this dude OD'd on drugs. But how did Juice World really die? Right, so that's 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 the topic that I had put in the document that I had sent DJ, and I said I'm going to start the discussion and just let him feedback because I know he didn't really follow this story or whatever, and I don't know if he knows this. So I'm going to just take you back a couple of months to July. Juice World puts out a tweet. I'm going to leave these codeine alone, these drugs alone, blah 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 blah. You know, fucked up my relationship. He's apologizing to his girl. She's the only person who blah, blah, blah. Loved him, treated him right. Whatever. So, Juice World gets off. He has a seizure. He dies. Now, what we find out, he had 70 pounds of weed on him in a private jet he was in. He had codeine... And he had pills, which were probably Percocets, that he was being supplied with. So you you stop me if um, DJ if you heard any of this or you, when you want to jump in. Continue. So he gets on the airplane. The fucking pilot calls up the police and tells him. Yo, I got this rapper on here who has drugs and guns and blah, blah, blah. The guns will wind up all being licensed to his security, all legal guns. Him, he gets scared. He's probably already high off of, you know, this shit because that's why he has it. He fucking swallows the rest of the pills to hide it from the police. This is how Juice World actually died. He didn't die because he just OD'd. Yes, he technically he OD'd, but he only OD'd because the fucking pilot ratted on him and told him, and he was a dumb. He was a he was a stupid kid who wasn't smart enough to know like you have a team and y'all gonna take these charges for me because we're gonna I'm gonna get you out on bail or whatever else and it's gonna be bullshit or just flush down the fucking toilet. You know, unless you your private jet didn't have a fucking toilet, which I don't know, I wouldn't be on a private jet if you didn't have a toilet. I would rather I would just reg- put, I'm I'd rather putting, find a regular airplane in business class then. I'm putting on the but, parachute and, and taking it with me and bouncing out the side door. No, well, he didn't know until they landed that the that the FBI was there. Then I'm but th- then I'm gonna I'm gonna seize with the parachute on as I jump out the side door. <laughs> And just land on the fucking cement. Just land on the shit twitching. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's how Juice World lies. So it's just crazy. It's like, you know, and we're in a world of suing everybody. Do you think Juice World's family should sue the pilot? I mean, shit. Hey. I would sue the maker of the drugs he ingested. Just like all these people are suing all the big pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, and then his girlfriend comes out and says, because she was she got with him right before. Don't he say blew that up. she he was clean this whole time. 
No, absolutely not. She oh, actually right. broke up with him because he wasn't. She was actually a person who really wasn't with him for money, the way a lot of these other chicks were. She was with him. She got with him right before he started to blow up. She came out to L.A. with him before he got his deal. He was actually out in L.A. getting his deal shopped around. So he had all these record labels offering him stuff. She was like within the first three days, she noticed she saw hardcore drug use because they would give him whatever he wanted. So he already, say he already did, you know, lean and pop pills. But I don't got money like that, this and that. So he just did it sometimes. They're like, oh, you like... You like pills? I got the best pills. Give him bottles of pills. But So what are you going to do? You, you, you're you going to use it. Oh, I got this. It's free. I'm going to use it. That's what the fuck drug addicts do. That's what people who get high do. So it's, it's just really fucked up that when you just see, it's like nobody cares about you. Nah, it doesn't they, matter. They, 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 they care about They set him up to, to be a trafficker. They set him up to be a, a trafficker. They set him up to be a fucking... Uh, to be a user. I'm saying that's how they get him hooked, and they, they probably pressured him to go. All right, you, now you owe us all this money because you're not. He's not popping like that on music yet. I don't even. I don't even think that. I mean, he no, he was big. He was doing tours. He did a lot of right. So they. He, you know, he, he was. He was to do this. I think that he just. I you know it's just it's just fucked up that. I this this whole first of all don't do drugs. Everybody. So I don't believe on anybody but himself to tell you the truth. Don't but don't trust but pilots don't, either. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust listen, you had pilots. Okay, TI security guard is the person who rat him off with the guns. Takashi's a rat himself, but his driver also ratted on him. Um there's tons of people was the closest people closest to you, the people who you don't think will rat on you. You chauffeur? You know what I mean? You sure? <laughs> oh man, that's a whole nother story. But uh, yeah, so that was it. I just thought it was interesting. I I saw that and I just thought it was very interesting. It was real sad, interesting, and uh, that's it. So leave the drugs alone. Leave the definitely drugs leave hardcore alone. drugs alone. All right. So smoke weed. Make sure it's real weed and not fake weed. I'm gonna hit you with a surprise topic. And I know that you got something to say about it. Oh boy! Here All right. We go. So we're gonna talk about the second coming of the Messiah. We're gonna talk about the reason they wrote Revelations in the Bible. We're gonna talk about the new Kanye West album. Oh God! Now I had a chance to listen to it, <laughs> and I know you listened to it the other day. We were talking about you, like you know. Do you want my opinion now? I'm like, nah, I want to hear it. I, you know, I want to listen to it first. So, uh, Jesus is Lord by Kanye West. This Jesus is, a, is King. Jesus is King, rather. He wrote, you know, <laughs> made a short little album. Uh, it's not too long. And I'm not sure what to say about it. I don't know if I want to start with my opinion, and, and, you know, or if you want me to start, uh, you let me know. Whatever you want to do. I can go first or you can go first. All right, so I'll give you my opinion on it. So Kanye West releases this album. He's been doing little Sunday sermons since about Coachella. 
and he's been popping up in random cities. I know he popped up in Harlem, and he popped up in uh, Houston, and a couple of different other places, I think Atlanta, and he's doing these Sunday sermons, sometimes for small congregations, sometimes for big places, and he's feeling the Lord, he makes this album, and I got it, I think right before it came, the day before it came out through a promo feed, and I just forgot to listen to it, so when this came, you know, to me today, I said, you know what? You asked me that question the other day. Let me listen to it. I listened to it today, about you know four or five hours before recording, and I I didn't even know if three quarters of the album is music. It's basically like I want to say like effects and like. Uh, what would you call it, atmospheric sounds over him either talking without barely rhyming, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes singing, sometimes a chorus of, of like a gospel chorus with little like tidbits of straight nonsense. I, there's one... I would say are two music tracks that start off like musically and kind of end in some weird atmosphere in the sky of Kanye's brain. And I was so confused. I got a couple songs with a little bit of his message and, but he's really fucking out there and, and this is some weird ass shit. I don't know who this serves, other than himself, I don't know who would would really enjoy this, even who likes like gospel music. This is some far out shit. Now, I, I, I don't know if, you know, I didn't see it. Maybe I, I, I'm not interpreting the genius because he, he's fucking a lunatic. So that's my take. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, you finished? Yeah, I think so. Unless, unless maybe like I got a rebuttal. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure I got the name of this damn song correct. What's the name of the song he has on the radio now? Um, is it Follow God? I think it's Follow God. Yeah, it's Follow God. Okay, so for everybody who doesn't know, um. This is Follow God here. Let me see. I got my phone on low. Hold on. That I've already made. Yeah, this is like okay. This is like so, a one one song. So, so I I'm, I'm gonna take you into Reddy's mind right now. So I get tons of music and movies a week. I hardly get to listen to any of it anymore. Um, a lot of music is trash to me. I, I stick to what I stick to. There are some new great people. Um, <clears throat> and what I normally do is I, I keep stuff on my computer. And then, I don't know, once every... Because I, I don't stream music i i'm old school i i have iphone i put in my music in itunes and i load it up on my phone that's how i listen to shit me as well okay so i have albums 
and they stay on my computer because I have multiple different computers. So they'll stay on one of my computers and then I'll eventually take it off and maybe once a month or once every couple of weeks I'll load all the shit that I got and I'll throw it onto into my iTunes and then I will select what I'm going to actually put on my phone for me to listen to and other shit just goes into you know it just stays in my iTunes it's just to have in my collection people collect music understand what I mean so <clears throat> how I started listening to Jesus is King because I, I when I mean I scrolled through it before I scrolled through it so quick I was doing something else I couldn't hear it it Nothing popped for that's, me. That's what I within, did the first night. I got yeah, it. Nothing popped for me within the first 10 seconds of each song. So it went to the graveyard, right? So I'm doing stuff on my computer and I got the music playing and it just starts to play the album. So this is the reason why I started to listen to the album. I just let the shit run. Now that song I just played, Follow God, when I started hearing it right, I was like, yo. I was like, I like this shit. That song, I like. I was like, shit, if the rest of his album is like that, I might like it. So I'm letting the album play. And I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? This shit is not like this shit that I'm hearing on the radio. This shit is fucking... I don't want to just say it's bizarre... It is like, it's, and no, it's fucking bizarre. It's just strange because what it is, it's like, Kanye, for him to be such a musical person, like like DJ said, it's like, use so much ambient sounds and then repeating shit. Like one of the, one of the songs he just says like, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said. I'm like... And he Dude, singing it. You just said that like literally, like over twenty times back to back. Like yeah, he he could have took and, at least one yeah. song where he he went in on the keys and played like a nice piano yeah. and and had some some gospel it, singers, it, something like really powerful. The, Nothing. The the songs where he has other people on it, like he has a song with um the clips. He has. I'm gonna get into the clip song in a second. He has a song with damn. What's the other dude's name? I got. I have his face dreads. I have his face and what he looks like. I can't think of his damn name right now. Ty Dolla Sign. He got a song with Ty Dolla Sign. I think that song was okay. All right, now we get to the clip song. The the clip song. The reason why hip hop heads want insane. Off of this clip song, or wanted to go insane, is because it had the clips on it. The clips are Pusha T and his brother Malice. Now, Malice stopped rhyming a couple of years ago. A, f- a lot of years ago. A lot of people who maybe know the clips but don't really follow them don't know this. All right, so let me give you a breakdown of the clips real quick. Clips come from Virginia. They grew up with. They grew up with Pharrell. They weren't just his first, like, one of his first artists. They actually grew up with it. They grew up with Pharrell and Timberland and Missy. Um, Their camp, big-time drug dealers. 
meaning their managers recently, like within the past, I don't know, five years or ten years, like their main managers and everybody got like life sentences and shit like that in jail. Okay? So people could talk about the clips all they want. Everybody who knows knows that they doubt it. Malice changed his name to No Malice. And he became Christian. And he started following God. And did it, and, and he's nasty with word wordplay. If you think Pusha T is nice, his big brother Malice is the truth. But Malice that, stopped rapping. So what made this so big was Malice's back. This is the first Malice verse people heard since he was Malice and now he's no Malice. Hip-hop heads, clips fans get it and understand it. If not, stick with me. Anyway, that song, No Malice Killed It. No, you know what I mean? No Malice Killed It. Pusha T did what Pusha T did. I, I, I was trying to figure out how the hell Pusha T was going to get on a Jesus is the King album. Because Pusha T is the biggest drug dealer on wax in history. Okay? Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Clip, Clips fans will understand that. So my whole thing is, I I didn't know. I don't even remember what he said to even really talk on it. But it, it kinda, was great for that. He kind of basically but, said what he did and like like he knows what he did and, and there's probably no redemption. But, you know, he's aware and he still follows. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, still staying within the Jesus theme. But not really right. saying like they deserve, you know, like even the, right. you know, kind of a penance but, type type rap. But you know aware of what they're doing but this album for people who didn't listen to it I'm going to tell you exactly what this album is it's the simplest thing it is Kanye West if you just pay attention to Kanye West in the media this album actually reflects him it's like okay you remember when Kanye West was the fashionable cool dude you got like one or two songs like that and then all the bizarre, insane shit he does, the rest of the songs are like that. And and um, another another host, I think it was Rosenberg from Hot 97. I you know I give credit when credit is due. What he said was true. And I have to put in another plug over there. When I was talking about um, Ti, a lot of the stuff that I was saying I got from Linnell, the comedian Linnell with the short hair. She had broken down. I didn't look at it that way. I got a lot of my insight from her also. So, you know what I mean? Um, so I give credit where credit's due. So, Kanye West is like... Bizarre. Crazy. Normal. Not. On point. Not, that's what this album is. This album is exactly a reflection of him. And lately, he's been in Tweety Bird mode. This is definitely like a seven pill night album. Yeah, he's he, you know he's in Tweety Burma. But where I was going was Rosenberg had said, "I am happy. Like I I get it that he found Jesus, but the album sounds like a person who found Jesus yesterday. Like, he found Jesus, and he got so excited that he found Jesus and made this album without proper research, or I shouldn't even say proper research. It's like, you don't know enough 
about it to talk about it. Right. There's nothing. So, there's nothing that amplifies the religion. There's nothing that that. Right, so, so, that's why I said something who likes someone who likes gospel would like this. Like this is just saying like I, Jesus. I can't even say Jesus, somebody who likes gospel Jesus. like it because see, people who like gospel or you listen to gospel music, there's actually songs and lyrics. There's a lot of fillers in here. It's like I like God and I love God. And I don't know what, what to. I don't know what else saying. to say. But I'm just so happy. So I'm going to be like. There should have been other people Jesus, here with him. Jesus, he should have been Jesus. a background of someone else's album. Yes, he should have been the ad libs. Right. He should have been the ad libs, and that's what this is like. It's like a person who found religion real fast and just wanted to talk about it, but they just. But you ever you ever meet somebody who likes something or they just get into something so much. But they don't know, have a whole bunch of knowledge on it, but they just need to talk about it. So they just keep repeating the same shit. Of course. That's the only thing. That's few, what he the did. few things they know. That's what he did. That's exactly what he did. It's like, dude, if you actually. It's just, it's actually disrespectful it, it, to the, to, to it, put it out like that, like, and claim like, like, you know. Right. Well, I think, I, I think, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think his heart was in a bad place. No, but so, it's like, uh, but, but you're, you're, you're talking on what you don't know. Right. Well, you know. Other religions would have probably took more, more heart, took more to heart. But I just feel it's like it's it's like, dude, sit back and read the Bible for another two years, and then you could come back. And you know what? You would have more. Sto- Listen, this is hip hop. It's still rap. It's still it's still wordplay. It's still storytelling. It's still and you could do it with you could do it with um with religion. You could do it with Christian rap or whatever. You know, look, Snoop, but you're taking Snoop the main is, part Snoop out. Snoop is taking his Rap. lyrics and putting it to lullabies. If you could do that, you could you could take the Bible and flip it around it, and, and, and tell stories that are and, in the Bible and, that reflect today. And Snoop released the gospel album. True that. Recently. Recently. Within the past year. He released the gospel album. And you know what? It's better than that shit. Word. We spent too much time talking about it, so it's a... Yeza, yeza, yeza. Double thumbs down on this shit. Oh, you Just must give to the Jesus another chance. Listen to the single. You know what? But you can listen to this one song. This one song is dope. That's what I'm saying. Listen to the single. And definitely yeah. check out the track with clips. Yeah, check out track with clips. Um, Other than that, anything else, man? Yeah, we need we need your help right now. We're starting a campaign. We're trying to get as many subscribers and feedback and you know yeah that's it subscribers and feedback numbers up as possible so if you could spread the word leave some feedback you know we hardly ever beg for it but it's the time of giving this is the giving season give the podcast share with your friends who are similarly sarcastic as you are because if you're sticking with us this long and you dig it you know some people out there who's sick like you who like this shit yes yes and um, you know what? I'm thinking of an idea. Maybe, maybe for like, um, maybe for how about this? Listeners, hit us up at anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know some of your favorite topics we talked about, and maybe we can do like a New Year's bash up mashup of some of our favorite topics that you know we talked about, and just. You know, give a new, refresher, inside opinion, talk about them again. Maybe that's just an idea. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. Maybe but, we'll do some. You other know, stuff. if we get enough feedback, then we will. If we not, then hey, we'll just do another week. Yeah, definitely way, hit us it's up. Another week. Hit us yes, up. Yes. All right. So, for 
close it out the middle of the week, second week of December. DJ here saying, have a merry, merry. We'll be back soon before the craziness happens and you got to see all those crazy family members for the holidays. But enjoy the season while it's here and don't get caught up in the shopping mayhem. Yes, Peace. yes. Peace. Peace. Yes, yes. I did the piece early, so I'm doing it again. Peace. Peace. You want to do this again?